Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. Uh, I feel like... I Sorry, like welcome welcome back to school or welcome back to where? Welcome back to the place where you feel safest. Mm. In in our in the movie men embrace, really. Yeah. I mean Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's uh that's that's a terrifying thought. But appropriate. Yeah. Appropriately terrifying. Well. No? I oh because of the genre we picked this week. Yeah, romance. Um so Right. <laughs> Romantor, romantic horror. Yeah, yeah, terrifying. Uh, that'd be a great yeah. genre. That would be amazing. Yeah, there's, I think it exists. There's that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. My Bloody so Valentine's. That, yeah, that too. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, yeah. Quick, quick housekeeping. What do we got? Oh, so quick. Okay, so please, please, please like, follow, subscribe across all our various platforms if you haven't already. For so the love social of media, God. <laughs> social media that's twitter facebook instagram support us on patreon uh you can listen on itunes spotify podbean and where we just recently added a couple more did we not brady where where else can we listen oh, pretty ev- much you can listen we're everywhere, everywhere. we're like, on stitcher like, we're on TuneIn. Yep. we're on google yes. podcasts apple podcast right. itunes we're on your grandpa's radio we are yeah yeah but that's because we broke into his house and installed that <laughs> little device um but yeah and and i mean patreon on the topic of patreon patreon is epic Mm -hmm. patreon is absolutely the way to go check out the link down below for one dollar one measly dollar a month which is like one fifteenth of a starbucks coffee (laughs) you get like two two and a half hours of bonus content every month um and there's a couple other tiers and and i mean the prizes and rewards just kind of uh they just kind of get better from there yeah so so yeah. yeah check it out check it out yeah absolutely um uh, one more piece of housekeeping oh okay or well it's about the episode oh, so okay yeah we're well. not alone in this universe wait what we're not yeah some someone's been on the line with us this whole time brady i sp- I specifically included in my writer. Yeah. No brown M&Ms. And no third part. I was about to say threesome, but I don't mean like I feel like I feel like threesome is has, has a negative connotation. I feel like I f- threesome's one of those things. The word threesome is one of those things that is always assumed to be sexual now. Right. When really it's not, like from a vocabulary standpoint, you know, you could have oh. like if if three people go yep. to the movies together, yep. you know, they 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 went to the theater as a threesome. Right. Anyways. Yeah. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. We've got Matt joining us this week. Yeah. Long time, uh, long time sufferer of the show. Yeah. Uh, I think. Listener. Do you listen? Do you listen to the show? <laughs> No, it's it's uh it's great to hear you great to be on the show. Um yeah. I, I listen to you guys uh almost every week, almost. Thanks, um, man. It's hard it's hard to cut out uh an hour or an hour and 40 minutes out of my day to uh to listen to you guys when I got like school and work and, and uh life going on, so That's but, fair. Uh, yeah, I I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Um big hold, fan. Hold the phone, Matt. I'm in school as well and I make the show. So let's just you know <laughs> Hey. We're not here priorities. to guilt. 
We're not here to guilt trip people. But while we're on that subject. Yeah. Just kidding. No, we're not. Uh, so we did a uh, we did a vote this week. Yeah. Um, and the genre was horror. Yeah, which I I was dead set against, but uh, Pete twisted my arm. That's not even remotely true. You Brady twisted my arm, and I was I've been putting this off for months. Let's okay. Can I really quickly before we get into what sure. the options are? I just yeah. want to preface uh, my relationship with horror. Sure. Preface is not the right word, but I said it and I'm sticking with it. Um, sure. I, I'm by no by no means is horror my favorite genre. By no means do I love horror movies. Um, yeah. But I do like. Uh, I think there can be something. There's a fun element of being scared if it's not mm. if it's not genuine, actual life threatening fear. Oh, for sure. So, so being able to sit down for an hour and a half and experience a emotion, experience a sensation that um, you don't always experience in a completely harmless manner, I think, is really fascinating. Hmm. Um, yeah. Also, uh, my argument. So, my argument for horror was basically: look, you're not. You hate horror. Is that fair? Is it fair to say you hate horror movies? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know where I stand. Uh, after watching these two movies, I like kind of enjoyed myself, but that's beside the Ooh. point. So I'm not really Why sure. Why did you enjoy yourself? For yeah, time. we'll get into that later. I'm not so wow. sure if it was about the movies, but uh, yeah. But yeah, but, but I, I'm not. Yeah, oh, so, I'm not so you don't love them. I'm, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I enjoy them, but I'm not. Sure. You know, whatever. I'm not cuckoo for cocoa puffs about them. Right, but really, I, I like I just said to you, I said it came down to a business standpoint. Yeah, we can't be the movie men and go. Well, you know, we're just going to tiptoe around genres that, you know, we're not going to tip through. The, through yeah, there the it is. There you go. There it is. Uh, you, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so we did horror. Yeah. So uh, we had we put out four yeah. options as per usual, and this time, yeah. they were like, some of the options were neck and neck. Oh yeah, like it was. It was kind of a photo finish. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, uh, and I'm impressed. So one was yeah, one was I forget which was Matt's if it was Insidious or Paranormal Activity, but I just picked. I, I just said like I I will watch them all. Um, right, except for Orphan. Orphan. Uh, right. Orphan. <laughs> what a terrible movie. Yeah. Oh. See, uh, so. yeah. So Orphan was an option. Paranormal yep. Activity was an option. Right. Uh, Insidious was an fourth option. Kind. Yep. And the fourth kind was an option. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I had seen all of them except for Orphan. But right. the, the consensus yeah. is I'm not really missing out on much. Right. Um, so that's cool. So you guys uh, voted. And, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. And... and yeah. Insidious, Insidious came out just ahead, just, just ahead. a little ahead, just a hair. Yeah. Mm. Um, which I'm excited for. I really like Insidious. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. I wouldn't say it's super scary. I so, I'm just gonna get into this now because Matt and I watched them like <laughs> remotely together, right. and I I so 
I saw Insidious number one in the theaters the first time, like with a hundred people in the same room, and I nearly peed myself. I was so terrified. But then I watched one and two, and it's probably just because I was watching it with Matt, and like I've never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> but I didn't find them nearly as fun, like as scary at all. I will. So I'm not sure if it was the Matt effect or just from like I've seen this, like knowing the premise of the movie, or maybe they've not aged well. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would say uh, there are scary there are are freaky moments um, sure. like in the first one when Elise has the the gas mask on and that scene and the lights are flashing and all that stuff right. Um, right. that's a spooky scene um, sure she looked like an elephant yeah exactly <laughs> there, like, right. I was like, yeah yeah oh, it's an elephant lady there are some jump scares. <laughs> Um, yes. Like any time. It's every scare- horror movie. Sorry, yeah. Ahead, yeah, but the, yeah, but the jump scares are like like throwing a hammer on a piano and be like, ha <laughs> surprise, got you. You're scared. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like it's not. The cheap tactics. So hang yeah. on. So I guess before we get any further, it's worth sure. saying we're doing something a little bit different. Sure. We are. We. Uh, so you guys voted for Insidious. However. Mm-hmm. Pete had not seen Insidious Chapter 2. Oh, right, yeah. And I said to Pete, really? Insidious Chapter 2, and I, these were my exact words, and I stand, I, th- I think I stand by this. Sure. Insidious Chapter 2 is not the best movie that is a sequel. Of all the sequels out there, Insidious Chapter mm-hmm. 2 is not the best sequel. Right. But... I will say that of all the sequels out there, Insidious Chapter 2 quite possibly does the best job at servicing its predecessor of taking Hmm. what came before it and not Hmm. only continuing it, but improves it, like builds up on it and, and really like there's some there's some stupid genius writing that happens in the last 45 minutes of the second insidious movie. So anyways, all of that is to say we're, we're going to do both. We watched both. We're going to review both. We're going to review both as if they are, uh, two, yeah, two parts of one story. So Matt, something that's been burning in my mind, I'm quite curious so, A, what did you think about this story? And we'll include, like, movie one and movie two. What did you think about it, yay or nay? But also, like, were you ever or have you ever been scared while watching these movies? Because it seems that any horror movie I've ever watched with you, you're, like, literally laughing and just not even, like, phased <laughs> by it. So I'm just curious about yeah. your mindset. So, oh, yeah, tell me. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, um uh, that's a very good that's a very accurate description of like uh of how i watch horror movies um right. i loved insidious one and two haven't haven't really watched them um since their release dates uh 2010 2013 respectively mm. um the first one i really enjoyed just because uh it is it is a bit uh it does have a couple of jump scares in there and and it's a, and 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 um, which kind of startled, like startled me. Uh, the first time watching it, um, I, w- I wasn't scared at all. But this time watching it with you, 
um, when when they dropped the the hammer on the piano, like I got like I I, I, I physically jumped, even though like <laughs> you were still laughing because I just like cracked a joke or something. I'm like, hey, right. look at that nice pause, and 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 you're like, that's the lady's face. I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the second one, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think. I don't feel like it was scary per se, or mm. it didn't. It didn't have any like jump scares. They they had like the the, the rusty piano uh, sound trick, whatever. But um, right. Yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, Matt. Um, it does, Matt. Would what you? Was the second part? Do I ever get scared at scary movies? Was that one? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you? you? Paranormal Activity messed me up for like a week. Yeah. So I I actually I, I was like. I actually yeah, want to Brady talk about that. that in this week's. Uh, we'll talk about it in the bonus, the bonus episode. Sure. But yeah, uh, yeah. brief, uh, brief preview of that. Paranormal Activity was the first horror movie I saw in the theaters that I, I, I did not sleep that night. I, I sat in my room with the light on. <laughs> yeah. Oh and, man. And panicked. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and part of that, Paranormal Activity was kind of the first. It, it it was before the found footage genre got oversaturated. Yes. Mm, and yes. it was kind of the first real found footage film since Blair Witch. And Blair Witch was long enough ago that it wasn't on everybody's radar. And so right. and just the way that the way that paranormal activity was marketed and the way that it's edited together as far as there's not really credits. There's not really fanfare at the beginning. Like, there's no, there's no indicators of, you know, oh, this is a movie, um, and so uh, it w- it was probably it was probably forty eight hours after seeing Paranormal Activity in the theater until I realized or discovered online that wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's wow. what messed me up was right. that was that I because again there's nothing you know if if you do believe in the paranormal to to right. to whatever or supernatural in in what, to whatever extent there's mm-hmm. nothing like there's no there's no hovering and there's no spinning of heads and there's no like everything in that felt plausible Right, a door slamming and, shut, you know, yeah. stuff like that, getting dragged down the hallway. But it was all yeah. done so well, and without right. the use of CGI, and without the like, it it was right. just. And I think also like it probably varies person to person, but kind of like what you're talking about, like if certain aspects of a scary movie align with our worldviews, whether whatever they may be, so whether we believe in the paranormal or not. If that movie, like, if we believe that it's believable, then it's terrifying. Like, like you're saying, like, you took you a while to actually realize, like, no, this is not real. But it was so darn close that it was terrifying to you. Yeah. Can I say something? Oh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Can I? Um, No, yeah, Pete, you're, you're like, you're, like, hitting the nail on the head. There's a difference between, like, horror movies and, like, or, like, the words, like, horror and terror and right. like horror is like it's like more in your face like insidious is like more in your face um conjuring is more in your face kind of like these these are the threats like they're they're physical like you can hear they're audible they're you know they're they're tangible 
whereas like terror as in like paranormal activity like it's you, you don't really see anything everything's like done so subtly and mm. so like it's like uh like like almost like an invisible force you, you, you can't re- you can't you know reach out and grab it, it but it it can grab you which is terrifying right right so yeah so i'm gonna go on a bit of a rabbit trail here and talk about insidious um yeah <laughs> and sorry Brady, before you do that yes do, did you say yay or nay if you like them or not in Insi- i i love i love the yeah. first two you love them okay. um okay. again not, ahead, not, not like not like oh these are really scary i just yeah i just love i think i think they're well made I think they use right. an interesting style. I think some of the acting in the first one is a little goofy at times. Um, sure. At the beginning of the, like, I, I don't really buy the family dynamic kind okay. of at the beginning. Sure. Um, especially, at, and, and I, would, I would challenge you to go back and watch this. Um, sure. Patrick Wilson, the guy that plays Josh, yep. his reaction his response his interaction with dalton mm. in the attic when dalton falls off the ladder okay is got to be some of the worst acting i've ever yeah. like it's so bad it's terrible yeah like he he goes okay. he goes from like you know and i'm paraphrasing here i don't remember the line sure. but it's like yeah what are you doing why would you be up on that oh, yeah. are, are you okay <laughs> are you like it's and and like in that tone like it's just so right you know what uh, are you doing why are you up on that are you okay it's 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 got teleprompter (laughs) written all over it like it's very (laughs) yeah well that's what it said on the page patrick good job my question is what was dalton screaming at in the first place like the movie never really resolved that or looked at it right my my guess would be um you know at at this point things are already in the house sure um and maybe he didn't see something but maybe something right. passed through him or maybe something like maybe sure. maybe there was something that just left him feeling ooey gooey inside um right. matt my my question for you matt like you said you said you don't necessarily find the second one as scary as the first one, and I think I would tend to agree. Mm-hmm. I would say, do you think it's fair to say that the second one fits more into the category of just disturbing than the first one? And and the reason I ask that is, like, the first one's upsetting, right? The first one mm-hmm. is, is the notion that your kid is not here. Your kid yeah, is yeah. in another dimension, essentially. Um, with dead things that are clawing at them. Um, and, and that's awful. And we, and we got to go in to that zone to get them back. And there's some skepticism as to what's happening and so on and so forth. But, and as much as I, as much as I love the first one, Hmm. that to me feels like a new take on Steven Spielberg's Poltergeist. Hmm. Right? Have have either a of you seen? That I haven't seen. Okay, I have not seen. Okay, watch Poltergeist. Oh my goodness! Right. It's it's <laughs> movie recommendation again. Of the again, not a horror yeah. film. Um, sure. Because it's Steven Spielberg, right? So first of all, right. it's even if it was a horror film, it's I'm I'm telling you, it's Steven Spielberg. I feel like that you got to watch it anyways. Um, right. But yeah, so it felt like a rehashing of that, and, and you know, so that's scary and that's upsetting. We don't know if we're gonna get our kid back. The second one. Um, 
I feel like the second one takes you on a little bit more of a journey as far as trying to figure out, trying to piece clues together, trying to figure out mm. what the, you know, what exactly is going on, what the connection between things are. Um, sure. And, and just the disturbingness um, of the fact that Josh isn't Josh and the family doesn't at first even realize that it's not Josh, that Parker Crane has left the further, that Josh is sure. still trapped. Like, and, and the film does a great job of that too because even, even once you know, wait, Parker Crane is in this body? The mm-hmm. first time I watched it, I didn't realize because it's not until like, you know, a third of the way in the film that it cuts to Josh sitting at the piano in the further. So, mm-hmm. so, so one could argue, or and at least my perception of it the first time I watched it up until that point was, uh, you know, kind of like in movies when someone gets possessed. Well, Josh is still in there, but but Parker's also in there as well, and Josh is like kind of just going along for the ride. Like Parker Crane is the, the one at the wheel type thing. It wasn't yeah. until that moment that I realized, holy crap, Josh never even came back. Like Josh is yeah. still in the further. So, yeah, my, sure. my question to you, Matt, do you think this one's more upsetting? <laughs> That's a very long question. It is. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, insidious one. Yeah, like I, I, I concur. Like your, your, your child's gone. He's trapped in like another dimension, um, or in the further. And the second one's like, your, your dad is possessed by like a ghost or like possessed by like another spirit and mm-hmm. um i thought um it goes back to the writing like the writing um is impeccable between between the first two like pete and i were taking p- taking notes and every time I, I saw something and and they continued it either like throughout the movie or in, into the second one i'm mm-hmm. like oh like continuity confirmed um and there's only like maybe one or two things that the continuity continuity wasn't there um right. I think um, they it could have been a bit better in a sense of like um, having um, Kane being like uh, like looking around like uh, who are you or like you know like kind of <laughs> like trying to right. like understand his environment like either just like it doesn't have to be vocally but like either just do like facial expressions like mm. uh, oh uh, wife you're my wife like <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, P and I were like we're making fun of that kind of um, that bit because 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 at first as the as the second one started, I thought oh it's a little bit of Josh and it's a little bit of like the spirit in there. Yes, it's mm. like there wasn't there wasn't like a clear cut um, um, way of of showing that oh this is actually just just Kane, um, but but whatever that's that's like that's you know movies do that um and the other yeah so like uh disturbing is 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 the is a good word for it yeah can i can i can i give my take on number two because no we're kind of touching on how they relate to the other and they feed on the other no my so tell me my take Um, no sorry (laughs) (laughs) my take on number two is I f- like it's cool that it 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 ties back to Norborn. Like there's some wrinkles, some new context, new perspective, 
But I think I liked number one because it was more mysterious. And I, like, once we found who this Parker Crane guy was and that he was a serial killer and there was all this whole backstory of him and how it got to Josh, it kind of was like the Metachlorians in Star Wars. Like, I didn't really need to know this. I found it way more creepy personally, and other people might disagree because serial killers are creepy. I found it way more creepy when it was just some rando woman from the 1800s that was chasing him versus like, here's this backstory of this dude and this is how his mother screwed up his life. Like, I just found it was a little too deep into the weeds for me. Okay. But I, like, I... I appreciated that there were these wrinkles and this feeding back on number one, but in some ways I just really didn't like how, why, like, I'm not sure if it really needed to be two separate chapters is what I'm trying to say. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. I think the reason why it, the second one does it so well for me is mm-hmm. especially, like like I said, the last 40 minutes. Once, once, okay. once Josh goes... Not Josh. Once, uh, well, Josh is already in the further. But once, once we really start following Josh's journey in right. the further, his 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 escape from the further. Right. Um, I'm a big, as I've said in the past, I'm a big Back to the Future guy. Oh yeah. Uh, and one of the, really one of the yeah one of the really fun things about Back to the Future Part Two, not a lot mm-hmm. of people like it. Sure. Most people don't like the third one. I love all three. But one okay. of the great things about Back to the Future Part 2 is when uh, when Marty ends up back at the dance in 1955 and you're seeing some of the same... You're seeing him sort of interact with an earlier version of himself. You're seeing the same scenes that you saw in the first mm. one but from a different angle. Sure. And and this movie does that all over. I in and is really one specific moment. The whole the hmm. fact and and I I don't know, I don't know if this was planned. Like I don't know if these films were written consecutively. I don't know if this is just genius after the fact writing for the second film. But the fact that the whole banging on the door and the door alarm going off and everything from the first Mm. one, the fact that that ends up being future Josh in the further, to me, that is five minutes of screenwriting gold. Like it's that's so good. And they even they even go a little further because from there, um, or maybe it's right before that, uh, Carl, Elise, and Josh travel back to whatever year it is, sometime like 71 or something. Um, when Josh was a kid. When Josh is a kid. And this creepy haunting thing where Josh says, here, yeah. I'll show you. It, he's, talk, <laughs> he's talking to himself, and Elise has this great moment where older, yeah. dead Elise mm-hmm. realizes, like, you know, all these years prior, saw the door open, mm-hmm. There's like this panic right. where they're like, "Oh gosh, it's some go." What's and, going and, on, guys? And, yeah, and and she sees it open, and Elise says, "So that's what that was about." It's almost comical, and like it's it's almost com- yeah. It's that's it's a funny moment, but it's like, it's so that's so well written. I feel like, right? It's yeah. It's like that's I, fair. I I I truly think that 
the the second film makes the first one the second one like i'm i'm okay if you want to argue that the the second one isn't as good as the first that's fine oh sure i would say that the second film makes the first film a better film mm. yeah yeah maybe like you uh, you could have that argument like that's a valid argument like yeah. now if you go back and you watch the first insidious movie when that whole home invasion knocking on the door thing happens you're going to mm-hmm. see that scene from an entirely different perspective right and it's oh, and yeah, that sure. and that's exciting that's yeah that's to me to me that's uh, yeah i love that yeah yeah um just to touch more on the writing sorry pete i didn't mean to no no you. go ahead um i was going to i was going to tack on like i like the like the writing in the is is brilliant like Brady, one hundred percent. The when they like even looking at the cast members, the 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 old woman in the first one um, isn't necessarily the same actor in this in the second one because like the old woman's actually like a male like dressing up as a female. But even in the first one, it it was a male dressing up as a female. Like so, they they knew it. Almost feels like like um, uh, just like it chapter one and chapter two, like the ones that just came out recently. How like. Hmm. there's there's the first one's pretty scary and the second one explores more of the story to like kind of add more into the first one hmm. yeah yeah, yeah um, I, I yeah i agree can i can i just say a plot point that bothered me and matt and i kind of made fun of it but oh, okay honestly as long like, as you'll as long as you'll allow me to try to defend it if i feel no you so cannot inclined. defend this this is a, it's an absolute joke I thought it was an absolute joke. The camera problem, quote unquote, that happened in Josh's oh my pictures as a kid. <laughs> and like his mother's like, oh, we thought something was wrong with the camera. Yeah. And we just kept taking pictures. I'm like, you are a horrible parent. Yeah. That's not a glare on the camera. That's literally an old ghost, a, like an old witch who's literally like trying to kill your son. You need to. You should have done something about this like twenty years ago. Blaming it on the camera is an absolute yeah. like what a lazy parent. Yeah, on, that's all I have to say. I, I, I do think I did note. I did notice. I think because we see those pictures, we see them first in the first one. Um, sure. And then in the second one, we see them again in the be- like yeah. the beginning of it. You know, and that's sort of the flashback thing. Um, and I do think if you compare those scenes side by side, I do think in the second one, (laughs) they've gone back and they've muddled her a little more. Like they've, they've, it's still clearly a woman, but they've, they've, they've distorted her a little because in the, in the first one, when you see her, it's like, Mm -hmm. she's like, she's standing right there. Like it's not even like if you're not saying a, a Hail Marys or whatever at this point, then that's that's you know. <laughs> like it honestly, three, it was three years afterwards too. So probably people brought that up to like the writer and director and, and whoever and just like made fun of yep. that part yeah. of the movie. Like, and I mean, yeah. from a plot point of view, like in this universe, uh, if it, if that guy had lived in the selfie era, maybe they would have diagnosed this problem a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Yeah. I I, I agree. I agree though 100%. Yeah. But I do I do I, think they, you know, I think I think they realized that it was an issue after the fact, but it, that always baffles me. 
that always baffles me in movies where there's a clear, um, whether it's a continuity error or it's just a like massive plot hole. It always boggles me right. that right. you know, like we were, we live in a world where there are actually, mm-hmm. depending on the film, mm-hmm. hundreds, if not thousands, of people involved in making a film. Mm. I understand one, yep. two, maybe three people <laughs> overlooking the same issue. Yeah. But when 350 people go, no, creepy lady in the picture seems right to me. That's okay. Next scene. Like that. Yeah. I don't get that. Like, how do you right. done messed up? Yeah. You done messed up. Exactly. A Ron. And like, yeah, that's right. You know, I, you know, so I, I agree. That's, that's a major, that is a plot. Hole. Pretty, Brady, you are you. You're kind of bringing up something that I wanted to ask you guys. So I'm going to use this as a state. You're segue. welcome. Well, I'm following your script, so. Well, that's why we do these rehearsals. That's why. Okay. Um. So you we, mentioned we just really don't th- like that's. <laughs> we, I just I just want to say that's. We if never, we were to do that, not only is that so disingenuous, but it's yeah. also like way more professionalism than either of us will ever be capable of. None of this is scripted. I, I would not say that, not that we're capable of, not that we have time for. Like, we're both very, all three of us are very busy people. So to carve time out just to have an hour-long conversation about a movie is tough, but let alone scripting it and then rehearsing it would be just impossible. Okay, now it's no, just Pete, a, pi- now it's just a pity party. Says you should have said we, we spend time rehearsing and then scripting, not the other way around. Yeah, uh, stick to the so. script, man. <laughs> Okay, so you, Brady, you mentioned just the sheer volume of people that obviously it just takes to make a movie. Just whether it be the the boom mic guy to the guy who brings lattes for the creative team, like just hundreds of people. I've always been fascinated by actors, and I just want to know, like, maybe it's just more of a statement. I just want, like, maybe you guys can do this. Maybe I'm not an actor, and there's a reason for that. But how? What's the mood like on the sets of these movies? Because for me, it's so easy to get caught up into it and be terrified because it's a dark hallway and there's lighting is perfect mm-hmm. to set it up and there's no sounds and there's no, no like there's special effects. But for the actor on set, there's like 20 people watching him look at the ghost in the closet. There's like no sound effects, no effects. There's no mystery. I've always been fascinated by that. I think that would be tough to actually do that. I have some insight into this, so I'll let you go first, Matt. Yeah. Um, no comment. Thanks, Matt. Um, so, <laughs> I I was I was actually just uh, coincidentally I was just watching an interview um, with Ewan McGregor about Doctor Sleep, right? Um, and someone sure. and someone asked him like, did you did you ever get scared on the set? Mm. Yeah. Um. And he said he said two things. He said, "When you're when you're in a role, like it's it's the fear and the terror of the situation is definitely something that they are manufacturing." Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and and from an actor's standpoint, really not focusing on the actors, mm-hmm. like the filmmakers, the scriptwriters, the directors, the editors. They're focusing on making it scary. Yep. The, the actors are focusing on their character. 
right. and how their character would respond to the circumstances. Um, so he said, in that sense, no, it's not scary on set. Mm. He said, however, he said, uh, like in the case of Dr. Sleep, which is the, the uh, sequel to The Shining, yep. um, they, oh, they, Matt! Matt! Matt is well aware of that. <laughs> they, um, Pete and I are going to watch it. They had they had yeah. rebuilt sections of the hotel for the yeah. film, right? Oh wow! And hmm. uh, and he said so. There were some there were some moments where you would have to, in order to to enter set, in order to get onto set from the right angle or whatever. You'd have to walk down a couple of like hallways that were were <laughs> dimly lit and were Ooh. very clearly the hotel from The Shining, Ooh. and and so he said so there were there were some moments where actually just being behind the scenes on set mm. was was a dark, creepy, <laughs> you know, pull you into which which to me is exciting because we live in a world where. Right. It's easier to blue screen or green green screen the set, um, right. and so I love I love 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 practical set building and practical sets. Mm. To me, that's yeah, sure. that's exciting. Um, yeah, you know the fact that you know uh, when they when they shot Titanic, they built like a quarter of the ship. They built sure. like a big set. Like it's this massive undertaking. Um, yeah. And nowadays, that that wouldn't you know they'd build an even smaller section and and, and I I just heard for some parts, it. so for some parts of Titanic, even they wanted it so authentic that they actually put Leo in some in a scuba suit and had him walk in the actual halls of the sunken Titanic, just because the sets didn't do it justice. That's that is false. Is that but that's not true? Story confirmed. No, that's no, false. Uh, and, and and it's okay. it's well, it's just false from. A, so, like, there's too much water. The pressure, pressure would, yeah, you can't. The pressure would just turn him into a jelly yeah, bean. Pe- people have been down, but they go down in like little submarine things. Yeah, there's yeah, no. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know. That's good try yeah. though. Um, <laughs> Some, yeah. maybe one person believed that. So, uh, here, here's a question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just mention two things, um, and then I want, sure. I want your opinion on them, um, both of you. Uh, what, what are, what's a moment from each film, from the first and mm-hmm. the second? Sure. That you think did a really good job of being just freaky, like it had had a really great horror element to it. I'm gonna say two. Mm. I'm gonna say for the first one, um, and these aren't necessarily the best moments, um, sure. but they're just they're just like they were such good moments. There were moments that gave like gave me goosebumps a little bit. Um, one is in the first one when Josh has reached the further. Mm. And he's he's exploring the house, mm. um, and there is <laughs> the family, like the sort of the fifties nuclear family type thing, sitting in the right. sitting in the living room, all mm-hmm. sort of in like pantomime, in tableau, right? Sure. Um, and and they've got like weird smiles on their face and whatever, and that's creepy in of in yeah. and of itself. But the moment sure. where he approaches the woman who's standing up at the ironing board mm. and it cuts into a shot where, and I don't know why this makes it so much creepier, but yeah. where all of a sudden she, she blinks. Right. And 
And it's not it's not like a scary blink. No. There's no big clash of, of sound effect no. or music or, or, or whatever. But it's just Arrow, this piano. and he, yeah, yeah. And he just exactly. kind of he just kind of backs away and it's like and to me that moment gets my heart racing because it's like mm. like, yes, it was scary to begin with, but right. maybe you could maybe your mind could connect what you were seeing with just like figures in a wax museum or something sure, right yeah. like a, like an illusion a, a, um some sort of trick of the mind that these spirits are playing on you type thing but when she mm-hmm. when she blinks it 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 all of a sudden gave it this like she could just grab me kind of right essence and to me that was like it, it was a small subtle thing that yeah. was that was that and in the second one when they're in parker crane's house and they bust mm. they bust through the wall and they find all the victims all mm. the victims are of, of all parker crane's victims are sitting there and they have the the white sheets over their heads just just those victims sitting there with the white sheets over their heads to me again that was i don't know like it was just really i was scared of these figures in the white sheets oh I just yeah want to say, i just want to say those are pretty sturdy bodies very you know because after decay and stuff it's been know, years yeah they have no no business being there no no <laughs> like also, they should just be piles of dust piles of yeah. ooey goo um matt what, what what's a what's a, a moment from the first and second one that you know really hits that horror sweet spot of yours I actually, I agree. Like, I love yours because, like, I said no when you were talking about it because I'm like, that's the one I wanted to talk about. Oh. Um, but um, I'll, I'll add on to that and then give you my give you the other one that I really liked. Um, sure. The the uh, thanks, Pete. Um, the thing, I, <laughs> the thing I liked about that scene as well, Brady, is that um, it's like they they had like you hear the, you hear the gun go off and then he goes back into like. Um, Sorry, Josh goes back into the room and sees like like the one lady with the, with the shotgun with like the uh, the three mm. uh, family members like like dead or whatever. Uh, but it's like it's like when he doesn't look, they move, and it, it right. happens like a couple more times. And and that is creepy. So it's like when you blink, when you turn around, they move, and and it brings me right back to um, I don't know if you ever if you guys seen the um, the the uh, the first episode of um, when they rebooted Doctor Who and the mannequins like the mannequins will move unless like you turn your back to them and they get closer or like the weeping angels from Doctor Who as well like like when you blink they like they're they come at you type thing um, hmm. so that's yeah. that's kind of like what that I I love that scene I thought that was that such a that's like yeah such a classic scene. Um, hmm. The other one I really enjoyed um, that startled me was when um, when um, I forget what, what was Josh's wife's name. I forget. Uh, Renee. Renee. Renee yeah. yeah. When Renee's like, um, she something gets her up. She's she in, she's in looking at the baby and stuff, and then she sees like um, evil Loki. I don't know what he. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. He looks like he looks like evil Loki, like walking on the balcony. <laughs> and he, he walks back and forth like three or four times and then he walks to the right and then when he walks back to the left he's he's suddenly in the room yeah right. and then that's sort of you're like whoa like i wasn't that's, expecting that that's like yeah it's, it's like that's like brilliant like film editing and cutting and stuff but like right. um 
and then he like turns and like and like screams but just like him like coming in and you're like oh my gosh evil loki and then <laughs> he did yeah. look like loki <laughs> he loki just, looked like loki yeah oh sorry that was um funny. yeah it was okay <laughs> um the second one um We can come. We can come back if you want to think about it. Yeah, we'll come back. Let's come sure. Back. All right. What about GP? Um, so, yeah, Brady, you hit the nail on the head. Um, I wasn't gonna. S- it's either between what you said, or a different one, and I'm gonna say a different one just to mix it up. But I think why I like the scene you picked in number one is to me there's the greatest fear comes from normal things in an abnormal setting. So if if like there's nothing scary about models of people like a nuclear family from the 1950s. Like there's nothing scary about them, but when they're in an abnormal setting and with the, the, the light and the direction and the music, it's terrifying. Like it's terrifying. It's so well done. So I love how these normal innocent things are absolutely terrifying that there's just something mad. I want to say even magical or just well done about that. Um, but just to be different, I'm going to pick the scene where Josh and the crew are all hanging out in the kitchen. And then you look behind and you see Darth Maul behind him. And yeah. that scene, when I first saw it, and even when I saw the trailers, like I had to pause it and like watch it slowly to not put my pants just to be like, okay, it's just a man wearing a mask. Like that scene was lightning. Do you the find, second, do you, sorry, well, just real go quick. Ahead. Do you find yeah. like all, all of the first appearances of the, the red face demon are Yep. are frightening do you f- yep. do you find he lost um oh do you find he loses kind of his scary factor when yes. once we get into his den and you yes. realize he's like this weird like i think honestly i think what took it too far was the goat legs maybe right? the hooves and it and it's just yeah. like this like he loses his he becomes a little bit creepy again when he's chasing dalton down the hallway and he's like climbing along the side of the wall like that was yeah. That kind of regain, but that whole he lost it. I don't know the whole scene with like that he's sticking his tongue out and he's sharpening his nails on the like it just took him from this supernatural entity to yeah more of like a a a beast kind of I don't know like that just killed yeah. that for me. You're you're not alone. I I felt the same. Yeah. So, um. So what? My what favorite about for the second oh, one. My my favorite scene from the second one is in the hospital when josh's mama is on the elevator and then parker crane comes on oh yeah that scene is just so well done it's just you're uncomfortable you feel isolated matt and i were commenting and i think matt even brought it up like the camera angles you never see parker's face and i just love how it's just from beginning to end even the music playing in the elevator beginning to end I felt uncomfortable because I felt as isolated as her being alone on the elevator with this. And you, you knew something was weird. Either she's, he's going to attack her or he's dead. And I think that scene was well done from oh, a yeah. creative point of view. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Matt. Matt. What did you come up with? Matt. Um, sorry, I was just, I was just like, like thinking back to that, that, that scene with, uh, with Parker Crane on the elevator. Um, mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was it was good. Sorry, I was just like kind of like reliving in my hair, in my head. Um, <laughs> reliving it, reliving in my head. Um, yeah. 
I don't. I can't. That's I can't a- really say. I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of um, another disturbing thing about the second one um, mm. was was how the 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 bride in black actually came to be. So like mm. from the abuse from Parker's mother's hand, like sure. saying like like you know, like your name is I think it's like it was like he only said it once like Marilyn or something. I think it was Marilyn. Like your yeah. name is Marilyn. Yeah. Say it. My name is Marilyn. And then yeah. he has to like for it forcibly had to say it. Um that's just and then like and that actually ties back into like when um Renee gets hit and like don't you dare and then she gets slapped. Yeah. Um mm. that's that's what happens to um right. Parker. Yeah. Um and that just like it, again it's it just goes back to the writing, but that kinda like it like that they actually like built a character that we didn't really know. But we personally got to know um, Parker slash Marilyn slash the Bride in Black more in the second one than just like this scary thing following Josh around since he was a kid. So I liked how they they built on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I find. Did you guys cool. find um, the death of Carl to be a, just a stressful scene? Like when when Parker reveals to Carl. Um, you know, like, uh, why why don't you use your dice? Mother mother told me that you were using them at the house earlier. Mm. Mother says you're really good with your dice, and and it's right. so and and that's such a great moment because it's got two different meanings to two different people. Mm. Because because although it's Parker. And and Carl was there with Parker Crane's mother. Mm. He was also there, like at the house prior, using his dice with Josh's mother. And so it it it's you don't know exact you don't know if he's like in that moment you don't know if Parker Crane is being honest about I was talking to my my mother, you know like I was talking to Parker Crane's mother or if he's he's playing up this whole I'm right. I'm Josh thing still. And so then when when Carl goes to use the dice and he goes what does what does Josh have Parker ha- Crane. Yeah, he, he um, says Josh, or, or Josh at first. Yeah, sorry. And then he and yeah, then he pauses that. and he goes what does Parker Crane have behind his back? And you see Josh's face turn to right. go from like this smile to this now I am going to kill you. Like, you know, like, yeah, that was oh, so yeah. good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, sorry, for in, in that, like, that kind of, like, reminds me of, like, kind of like some of the weak points in Insidious 2, um, where, like, I feel like um, Parker Crane had a ton of, like, easy, like, times when, like, people were knocked out, people were unconscious, people are, like, um, had like a needle stuck in them and, and got knocked out so many times like he could have like killed them but he he didn't he just kind of just like oh you're knocked yeah. out you're dead type thing <laughs> right. um and, and how they like and like when when carl met josh in the further like josh mm. was like sorry buddy you're dead and then and then <laughs> like carl's like yep guess so and then like <laughs> it's like he's like he's never like so that is the movie saying like oh like carl's now like you know dead so he's a spirit but when when it's like um revealed to him through elise that 
oh you're not you're not actually dead i felt your heart I you felt your heartbeat. heartbeat you're still alive it's mm-hmm. like so did so wouldn't he just be knocked out why is he in the astral plane it can he like right. astral project with the other people or right i'm Ooh. confused so that's like my that's like my one like plot yeah um yeah movie thing i didn't really uh, agree with yeah that's a very good point that's totally. a very good point all right yeah. all right pete yeah <laughs> what do you, do you have trivia or do you not yeah i had to scrape the bottom of the barrel so it's you say that it's, it's, you you say that an unfortunate amount of the time. <laughs> some of it, so like some movies are just super easy to find trivia. Like Star Wars, like I have to like beat an old lady with a stick just to not get trivia. But can, can, um, I, can I say I do enjoy? Mm-hmm. I enjoy the trivia on episodes where we have a guest because uh, mm. I because I get to play against the guest. I'm excited. Ooh. I get. To, I have a. Comp- I have an opponent. Mm. Like that's yeah. You know, fair. So bring it. Um, Matt. Okay. All right. Game on. Um, here you go, boys. Uh, question number one. This is not a multiple choice. Like you have to tell me. Okay. okay. So, just prepare. The composer Joseph Bashara mm-hmm. also acts in this film. What role did he perform? Joseph what? Bashara. Jo- Bashara. B I S. I have never. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah. I've never heard of him. What? Oh, sorry. He was the the lip fi- the lipstick face demon. Like the red the red face demon. Yeah, that is face. that is correct. One point for Matt. Wow. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a chance to guess, Pete. Hey, you know, at this point, you'd Wait either be copying him are we or not, are we not going to both like submit answers and then? That's fair. I just. No, that's hey, yeah. hey, whatever, whatever, <laughs> you know. Yo, if it's a multiple who, choice, who gets it. Yeah. Thanks, partner. Rapid fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're correct. That was him. Which I also didn't realize his name was Lipstick Face Demon. Oh, okay. Is it? Is that, like, is it that's that's like that is his in, name. In the credits, that, yeah. Okay. That is Lipstick the name. Like, I, I think he's commonly referred to as Darth Maul and yep. anything other than Lipstick. But anyway. Um, Patrick Wilson... Is uh, plays Josh in this movie. He's in a lot of stuff, and specifically, I've mainly seen him in horror movies. However, can you name a non-horror musical film that Patrick Wilson starred in? Musical? Oh man, I was gonna say um, musical. I was gonna say Watchmen. Oh, shoot, I, what mm. were you gonna say, Brady? I was gonna say Watchmen because he plays Night Out. Right. Yeah, I was gonna Watchmen. say Watchmen too. Yeah. But right. a musical. Um, yes. I mean, there's music um, in Watchmen. I, yeah so you start singing the music from the sex scene yeah that's that's um oh dear i i don't know i don't think i've whatever it is i haven't seen it Mm. so Um, so not even no guesses um cats (laughs) fiddler on the roof like what's um, I'm gonna say. Um, the dude wears a mask. That's all I'm gonna say. That like you don't have a name. You just have like your. That's your guess. Yeah. I don't even like. Okay, well, I'm gonna say you're. I guess I'll give. Uh, no, obviously Brady's I'm wrong. wrong. Yeah, half obviously a, half I'm a wrong. Point. Trying to decide if I'm going to give Matt half a point or not. So it's the 2004 movie Phantom of the Opera starring Gerard Butler. He's in that? Yeah. Yes. 
he plays uh the the stiff who like the romantic interest that is not the phantom oh, um okay i i the, guess the i'll give the guy that's doomed to not get the girl yes i you know what in some circumstances i might give matt half a point for that but i'm not going to yeah, because he's already in the lead exactly and there's only one question left so i got to make Fair this enough. exciting okay, which okay. which means which means mm-hmm. matt that this final question is worth two points okay <laughs> that's true that's either either he wins by one or i win by a lot yeah. <laughs> there you go true or false true it's true or false to settle the fates here chris pratt turned down the role of josh lambert uh i'm gonna say f- oh i'm gonna say false I'm going to say false. False. However, Ethan Hawke did turn down the role. Yeah. That's right. It was Ethan Hawke. Yep. Do you know my reasoning behind it is awful? Sure. Like, what year was this film made? 2010? 2010. Yeah. And so, honestly, my, yeah. like, honestly, my reasoning is because in 2010, Chris Pratt was still not good looking a, a pretty large guy yeah <laughs> and he was known more for comedy like he was just the the, mm-hmm. the big funny guy right yeah. so that that wraps up do we have anything else to say about insidious well I, I i just i just want to know um yeah matt scale of one to ten mm. where where do you place uh insidious chapter one and where do you place insidious chapter two uh insidious chapter one um I would give a solid 8.7. Ooh, wow. That's a good. That's high. That, that is good. And then um, I would give Insidious Chapter 2, uh, I would honestly give it like a 5, but since it adds to the story so well, I'd probably, I'm probably I'm going to bump it up to like a, probably a 6. Okay. Much, so, so significantly lower, but still above Fair. 5. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. Pete? Um, I mean, so, so, okay, cool. so before you even say, like, here's the problem with <laughs> Pete's scoring. There's some first, mystery behind first it. First of all, none of us, nobody knows anything about this. Second of all. The, the scale, the scale that no, I use yeah, is what you're referring to. Nobody knows anything about a scale. And second of all, Pete's like, like, I can't tell you how many times Pete has been like, so <laughs> based on my scale, I gave it a 3.2, but that mm. that's. That's still actually a really good score because, and I'm like, what? What is it out of five or something? It, what, no, it's out no. of ten. No, it's out of ten. It's out of ten. But but in on Pete's scale, like number low numbers don't aren't always necessarily indicative of a bad film. They just no. are you know which is the most arbitrary. <laughs> You know, I, I'm I'm giving it a th- I'm giving it a three point two because when the movie end ended, it was three twenty. But I actually really enjoyed it. So it was, you know, like I think the more I've whittled it down, I it is it's not it's a movie that indicates how well it was, or it's a scale that indicates how well the movie was made and how reflective of it was worth what medium I see it in. So if it's a seven or above, worth totally worth seeing in theater. If it's like four to seven, yeah, I'd rent it, maybe buy it. But if it's three point nine or lower, the only way on God's green earth I'm watching that That's is the if cottage there's no Wi Fi yeah. at the cottage and it's raining 
and I've already watched everything else. And it's got to be on, like, in, in that scenario, it's always on VHS. There's no DVDs at the cottage. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, so like I used this mysterious... Yeah, exactly. I used this mysterious scale, which I will make public someday, maybe. The first one, I, I'd agree the same. I gave it a higher rating than number two. So number one, I gave 5.5. And number two, I gave 4.4. Okay, so um, but both so yeah. then both fall within the rent maybe buy category. So that's cool. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, Brady, but uh, where would you? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, what's what's the your scale of these two movies while watching it with your buddy Matt? Oh, sorry, could you, you repeat that? What what would you what would you rate this movie these movies while you're watching them with me? Would you rate them higher or would you rate them the same? Because like if you watch them by yourself, alone in a dark room, not in your basement mm. with a light on, right? Um, hey, whoa, scared. you're letting out too many state secrets here. <laughs> we are someone's fishing for an ego boost here. That's that's what this is. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that because I enjoyed them more watching them with you, but I don't know if I deemed them better movies as a result. All right, I if that makes sense. Comedies. What's that? I made them yeah. into comedies for you. You did, like hardcore. <laughs> so, <laughs> like my, I got an ab workout from laughing. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Brady. Yes. Yes, dear. <laughs> well, that, that's weird. What, what did you think of the movies? Uh, I liked it. Nice. Yeah. Sca- no. What would you What would you rank <laughs> them on a scale of ten? A scale of one to ten. I yep. would give. So I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change things up a little bit here versus sure. what you guys said. Uh, Insidious Chapter 1, I would give a a 6.5. Cool. Insidious Chapter 2, I would give a 7.5. Wow. And after watching Insidious Chapter 2, I would bump mm-hmm. Insidious Chapter 1 from 6.5 up to a 7. Because again, because again, I think the second movie improves the first movie it like it right. services it 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 makes it you know it's one it like right. it genuinely the first time i watched insidious chapter two i thought to myself now i have to go back and watch the first one again right um right you know interesting so, yeah good answer uh can i, I can, can i say one thing that i want to like my final comment on these movies i guess and it's really quick yeah sure absolutely super man. quick Go but it's it. really important i ha i can't not say it okay f that loud obnoxious sitting station toy in number two which <laughs> for two reasons for two reasons is there one of those in one, your house right now no 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 one uh, screw it for two reasons one because no parent would ever buy that in their right mind like it was so loud and obnoxious (laughs) that even if it's a cute toddler using it i would just be so annoyed by it reason number two screw that loud obnoxious toy sure fool me once like you jump scare me once in a query ghost setting fine that's okay but spook me twice in the words of Matt, that thing is getting thrown in the lake so darn fast. Like I have no patience for that piece of crap. Like if like I'm sorry, that had to be said. Like screw that thing. Man. Burn it. Yeah. I'm I'm that, that had to be said. I'm really glad you said that because up until now I I had really been struggling with um 
what to get your daughter for Christmas. So <laughs> nice. I, I just, you know, oh, that's, um, that's brutal. I made think, the top of the list. I think, yeah. uh, you know, I, uh, I, all I, our fans, our fans won't support us on Patreon. They're all just going to buy that and send it to my house just to troll. Well, a hundred percent. I'm going to start, I'm, right I'm going to start a GoFundMe. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That story uh, of you, like, like, uh, oh, like when I said, like, throw that thing in the lake, that reminds me of that. There's a video out there, and it's like um, a haunted house or something, and it starts mm. haunting the, the the couple, and the couple, and, and like it, it it almost looks like it, it like portrays it like the the man got like um is it, it like turned him and it was gonna like burn uh, like burn his family or kill his family or whatever, and then Dang. next thing you know like they they he just like sets a whole house on fire and him and, and honey him and his wife are like sitting standing outside like watching like this house that like this haunted house like go up in flames and like. The wife looks at him and is like, "Do you think we made the right decision?" He's like, "Yup." And then like, <laughs> and then just goes to black. Like, that's what you do: haunted house, burn it down. Uh, Same with spider-infested homes. Yeah. So, what did you watch this week, Matt? Hmm. Um. In regards to oh shoot, just in general, okay, did you watch anything other than Insidious? Um. No, I didn't. No, oh, that's exciting. Okay, Pete, your turn. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Watched uh, watched a little movie called um, the what, what was the movie you made me watch? I, oh, the haunting of Emily Rose. Did you did you watch the? You, okay, so where yeah. we left things, I said, hey, there's two films. Oh, right. There's Exorcism yeah. of Emily Rose, and there's Dennis right. the Menace. Dennis the Menace is the one that you're gonna feel happy about. Exorcism right. of Emily Rose, I think, is a really interesting film. The way it's told. Sure. Um, and I kind of left that up to you. You chose sure. The Exorcism of Emily Rose? I did. I'm so... I can't, I can't tell you how excited... How not what I thought was going to happen, and also how right. exciting that is. So right. what do you think? So I think the title of this movie is a misnomer. I think it should be like... It's more of a courtroom case study movie than it is like the typical here's an exorcism. The trial of and, father, whatever his name is. Yeah, and it, they're totally different. And I love me some courtroom case study movies. So I, along with other people, would likely have watched this a long time ago if I had knew, known how much more like that it was. Sure. Um, but essentially, I have more interest on it from a historical point of view, just because this is based on a real person true story. who yep. was in Germany. Um, and just regardless of whatever you believe, I, I do feel bad for this girl who desperately needed to go to a hospital for some interventions because she clearly wasn't able to make some decisions on her own for her own choices. But it was an interesting movie um, and it was well done. And it was, uh, it was told in a way that was interesting. That's, I'm, um, I'm, I, I like the the cutting the, the way they cut to and to and fro like back and forth and um, yeah it was good. I'm really excited to hear you say that. Like, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, as I as I said last week, the moments that are meant to be scary are right. are upsetting. Like, sure, they're graphic and they're they're you know, yeah. it's it's hard to watch in moments, but it's sure. it's just so you right. know the film kind of leaves it up to you. What do you think? happened what and do you i think, think the truth was and i wasn't as scared of it because one i watched it on my like throughout the week on my breaks at work so i was in public settings when i watched it wow but two but number two i 
I'm familiar with the historical actual case and just there's a lot of pros and cons of is this supernatural is it not I'm leaning towards I don't think it was um but so maybe that kind of steered me towards yeah maybe this like maybe that's why I wasn't as scared about the movie but um it was okay. definitely an interestingly made movie yeah, yeah. for sure um I gave it a 7.2 out of 10 so that's wow yeah, yeah. wow Wow. You almost watched it in theaters. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very I'm very impressed by that. Uh yeah. did you watch anything else? Uh I only watched one other movie, so okay. I hope you haven't seen it or else I don't know what we're doing for a recommendation. Uh it's uh related like the reason I watched it was because the actor's in it and he's just re- recently been announced that he'll play uh uh an uh, important character in an upcoming Batman movie. But I watched Matthew McConaughey's Sahara. I I have seen it not in years. Not not recently enough for me to be to able no. to give you an opinion without rewatching it. Cool. So cool. Also, All also, right. just because we're the movie man, it is worth noting that that has not been confirmed yet. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, it's not been confirmed. Um what's closer to an official statement that we have um, is that Andy Serkis is, is they're lining up to, to potentially have Andy Serkis play Alfred oh. um, and Colin Farrell play uh, the Riddler. No. Um, hmm. Someone I can't, I can't remember who it is now, but Colin Farrell play somebody. Um, right. Right. what an all-star right. cast but anyways yeah no I'm, oh, yeah. I'm excited to watch that yeah. it's Sahara is a film that the critics hated and oh, yeah. and tanked at the the box office and and sure. many people still say is an awful film my memory yeah. of it is that it's delightful and funny yeah and yeah. just kind of a just kind of a you know um you know when you're when you're wanting to watch a movie and you don't really, you, you know, you don't maybe you've had a long stressful day at work or something, sure, and you don't really sure. want to put the 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 brain power towards investing in something, or, and yeah, you know, so sure. you just kind of to me Sahara, from my memory, Sahara falls into that category perfectly. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um. So I watched yeah. several films. Um, cool. I watched. Uh, triangle, the triangle. Uh, so, I started watching that and I couldn't do it. So, <laughs> it's sorry, so, so bad. So, so there's it's several. So bad. In five minutes, there are several <laughs> films called Triangle. You wanted me to watch the yeah. 2009 one, right? No, the 2001. Oh, okay. So what I would say is, um, check out the 2009 one. Okay, I will. Uh, and I'll I'll watch the 2001. Are you one. are you stupid? Wow, <laughs> that's that's rude. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's been a long it's been a long day. Check out the and I came home one. and I should have just watched Sahara and relaxed no, no, instead no, of watching yeah. the Triangle. No, that's fine. Ch- check out the 2009 one. Uh, it's not good. Okay, um, it's not good at all. So did you watch that by mistake? Then I did. Oh, I totally did. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Um, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, two other films. Sure. Um, one that I was going to recommend to you, sure. Um, but have decided not to for two reasons. 
One, it's a little too in the vein of the jerk and Ernest and Hmm. stuff like that. Um, Bless you for bless you for not recommending it. And 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 the other reason is I I hope and intend and I'm going to do everything I can to get us to do an episode on this movie at some point. So I kind of want to leave that. Um, And so that film is the first feature length film of Tim Burton. Oh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, have you seen it? No, no, no. no. Okay, so it's yeah, it's it's interesting. It's uh, you know, it's fun. It's funny. It's goofy funny. Um, But yeah, it's again, it's 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 focused around a character, much the same way that Ernest was, and and whatever else, right? Uh, The other film that I watched that I am going to recommend is a romantic comedy. Cool. Uh, again, kind of a silly one, um, okay. but right. but just fun. Um, sure. And that is a Steve Martin movie from the eighties called Roxanne. Ooh. Oh, never never seen it. Yeah, it's very good. Um, cool. Starts out a little, um, starts out a little slow, and you kind of like okay, is like the acting's a little weird, and the line delivery is awkward, and the sounds kind of odd. Um, hmm. but it gets, it gets, the story's good. The story's cool. really good. Cool. Um, yeah. So I think that's, it's kind of, you know. That wraps it's, it up. It's, it's kind of it. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you, Matt. Thanks, my, man. Thank my you. goodness, Matt. Thank you for. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> and thank you, audience, for tiptoeing through the tulips with us on, um, on this, this episode. What a great, like, right. on it, that, Sorry, that's my other critique. I wish that song mm. had somehow made it into the second one, even though it that's, even though it would have felt like it was forced in there. It's just it's such a it's such a like a calling card of the first film, right? Right. Oh yeah. The tiny yeah. tiny Tim's like it's just it's so it's so good. Now every and now every time Matt sings it, it just gives me night terrors. For a while, when I when I first saw Insidious, I made that song or a clip of that song my ringtone on my cell phone for a while. You are you are a crazy son of yeah. a gun. So okay, yeah. thanks everyone, and until next time. Yeah. Uh, Throw out your loud, obnoxious children play centers. Yeah, yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Do it.